everyone and welcome to The Femaling Show. I'm your host, Nicole Goodman, and I'm a woman's identity expert and coach. As women, we fall into three phases of identity through our adult life, and during these, our challenges can look pretty similar. Now, regardless of what cycle of life you fall into, whether you are from the age of 24 to 32, 32 to 40, or 40 to 50 plus, here at Femaling, I will be talking to you about the real issues we all face and sometimes secretly struggle with. Here at Femaling, through honest conversation, you will learn how to accept yourself, understand yourself, and be yourself. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode. And today I am bringing the topic of how can we stop hiding and start being How can we do that? So um, you and I together, we're going to look at all the things in which us women hide behind, why we hide behind it, and how we can make better choices for ourselves so that we get to, well, choose, we get to choose the things that we truly want for ourselves and not be governed by them. So that's the area in which we are going in today. And I'm really excited to bring this topic to you. I've actually done a Facebook Live on this topic before, and it was it was so powerful. I was crying in it. <laughs> I, was, I was crying. Some of the other women were crying. Like we really got to an incredibly powerful place. So I really wanted to bring it here to femaling and to all of you femalers. So thanks for tuning in today. Um, I'm going to kick this off with a story and then the whole thing will make more sense as to why I feel as passionately about this topic as I do. So I'm in the train station, it's half past 11 at night, um, and I'm on my way home. And in front of me are these two gorgeous 20-something-year-old girls. And they had incredibly gorgeous figures, they were in all the gear, you know, they had like all the jewellery on and all the makeup on, and they were really done up and they, they looked very groomed, let me just say. And when I got a bit closer to them, I saw that they were wearing hair extensions Um, fake eyelashes they both had fake boobs or what seemed to look like fake boobs or an incredibly good push-up bra I probably should have asked for the uh, (laughs) should have probably asked for the model number I digress Um, they had so much makeup on they had fillers in their lips and they had Botox on their face now these were young girls they were girls of early 20s and I looked at them and I felt concerned and I felt a bit sad and here's why here's why I felt sad because these are young women young gorgeous women who have everything going for them and they are hiding behind themselves in their in all of their fakeness I couldn't see anything authentic and real about their look And yes, it was a brief moment in time, but it was very representative of actually what's really going on for young women today. And to a degree, you know, for my generation of women too, you know, we we hide behind stuff too. I I just want to say one thing before I carry on. I've been in the hair and beauty industry for 26 years. Whilst I am not against makeup and hair extensions and beautifying yourself and engaging in all the things that all the gorgeous things that come along with being a woman, which is, you know, all the stuff that makes us feel prettier and feel better. I'm not against any of them. But when they start to be used to completely cover up who you are, I believe 
that's when we've stepped into a problematic area. So I just wanted to clear that up first of all. And after I saw these girls, I got thinking, you know, this is what young women are doing now. And this is not the first time that I've seen young women hiding, hiding behind all the get up, by the way. I was in Oxford Street the other day and every young woman I walked past, it was the same thing. These two women I saw at the station, they're not alone in this. This is very much part of the community of young women of what they believe is, I guess, what society expects of them. And that makes me sad and that makes me concerned. And actually, I believe it starts with us. It starts with the older, slightly older, sorry, slightly older, I'll say that for myself as well, slightly older generation of women. Because we hide too. I hide too. I can hide behind makeup and I can hide behind certain out. I can hide behind many things. Anyway, it got me thinking about what we hide behind. And I've written a list, if you would like to hear my list of what we hide behind. And actually, if you can come up with any more, then please feel free to email me and let me know. Makeup is a big one. Like, I definitely hide behind makeup, as I'm sure you do. You know, when you feel crap, you can put makeup on and you feel a whole lot better. Clothes, um, we can hide behind what we feel. We can hide behind the roles we play, personal achievements. Sometimes we don't even want to tell our friends or our family the things that we've actually accomplished during the day because at risk of possibly upsetting somebody else or making somebody else feel bad or feel smaller. So then we make ourselves somehow smaller within that. Uh, We can hide behind what we want, what we don't want. That's a big one, isn't it? We, we don't really say a lot of the time the things that we truly believe in, things that we truly stand up for, because we want to be socially acceptable a lot of the time. We can hide behind these things and we can end up so disconnected. And they may be very small. Like it may be a very small thing to walk into a group of girlfriends and not tell them about the promotion you've got to work or not tell them about the fact that you've I don't know, potty trained your kid and you're feeling really great about it. They're very small examples, but they build up and it creates a massive impact in how how you look at yourself, in how you hold yourself, in how you believe yourself to be. Now, it can start with hair extensions and makeup, but it can actually be as detrimental as how we feel and what we think about ourselves. So why do we do this? Why do we do this? So the world don't see who we really are. That's why, for whatever reason it may be, and some of the ones that I might have just suggested. And it's safer. It feels safer. But is it? Because it really is at the risk of our relationship with ourselves. And doesn't it say... Doesn't it say to the world that who we really are or how we really are or how we really look isn't good enough? Isn't that the message that we're giving out if we're hiding? Now, funnily enough, a couple of weeks ago, I had an allergic reaction on my face to don't know what, not going to bore you with that. Um, But I couldn't wear makeup for a week. And when the doctor told me I couldn't wear makeup for a week, my first reaction was, well, exactly, right, I I know exactly what you're thinking. Your first reaction is, oh my God, I can't not wear makeup for a week. Um, Everyone's going to see, or I I don't even know what went through my head. Um, But I know that it was fear and it was like, no, 
you know, this, this voice inside of me screaming. Um, but what was that about? Well, because I'm worried. What am I worried about? Worried that people would really see what I look like? Worried that people would judge that? Or is it that the makeup makes me feel good? Makes me feel good about myself. And this is the bit that I want to unpack. When are we hiding? And when are we choosing? Because one feels incredibly empowering when we're at choice. When I choose to put on makeup, I'm at choice. I'm in charge of what I want in my life, what I'm bringing into my life. That feels very, very powerful. And the other one, when we're hiding behind it, when I've got to put makeup on because I feel like absolute shit, that can feel the complete and utter opposite of empowering. It's disempowering and it makes you feel like crap, basically. So when I'm putting makeup on, am I hiding behind it or am I choosing it? Or am I choosing to hide behind it? (laughs) You know what? I would say on any given day, it might be different. And the days where I choose to put makeup on, it's great and it's joyful and it's fun. And the days where I look in the mirror and I think, oh my God, I've got to put makeup on, I need to hide. Yeah, that don't feel so good. And makeup can be really empowering. Of course, I'm using makeup as a very small example because I don't know, it's something that most of us do every single day. And I think it's quite an interesting relationship that we can have with makeup and beauty treatments and how that can, what that can bring into our world and how that can make us feel. But actually, once I didn't have my makeup on for two or three days, I, because I never give myself that time to do that, right? Because I'm just, it's just so habitual for me to wake up, you know, get in the shower, put my makeup on. Um, It's just part of my everyday routine. I've never really considered how I feel without it. I just assumed I couldn't be without it. But of course I can be without it. Um, I felt slightly more vulnerable and I felt slightly more naked but life still carried on and no one really cared whether I was in makeup or not in makeup the only person that cared is me and actually after like three days of not wearing makeup I then couldn't be bothered to put it on even when I could because I suddenly felt really empowered that I'm oh hold on a second I'm not a slave to this I just thought I was Can you see what I'm pointing towards? Sometimes the things that we hide behind aren't even things that we need to be hiding behind. They've just become very, very habitual. So I want you now to start thinking about the things in which you use as what I call armour. Like what do you put on as armour to protect yourself, to stop the world from seeing these parts of you? And it doesn't just have to be physical things. It can be emotional things. It can be mental things. Things like, you know, not being able to say no. You can hide behind your yes because you'll always say yes to something because you're struggling with saying no. That's another area in which you can hide. You might be fearful of saying no because you're worried about what other people might think or you don't want to upset anybody. And that's when we suddenly become a slave to these elements, to these parts of ourselves. So I want you to take a moment, get a pen and paper if you don't already have one, and write down a few ways in which you hide behind. No, that didn't make sense. Write down 
the, the parts of your life that you feel you may be hiding. Yes, that's much better, Nicole. Thank you. I'll speak English better in future. See, that wasn't even English either. Um, have you got your pen and paper? Are you doing it? Great. In my Facebook Live, we had the most amazing answers in there. Um, some people wrote, I hide behind exercise. Um, they hide behind, one woman wrote she hides behind her job um, because she's got a very high-powered job, but yet she, so she can hide behind that, sorry, I can't do this and I can't do that because I'm working, you know, those sorts of things. Um, and it can be a great excuse. And actually, she was the one that said, oh my God, I, I also hide behind my personal accomplishments because I've accomplished a lot in life, but I don't outwardly express it to people because it feels somehow like I'm showing off. Well, actually, you're not showing off. You're just expressing who you are. And if the people around you can't manage that or cope with that in some way, then it says much more about them than it does about your particular accomplishment. Of course, there's something called humility that you can attach to that as well, which will help, which will help you be who you are. And the last one that I'm going to share with you with what someone said in the Facebook Live was that she hides behind her smile. I mean, how heartbreaking and beautiful is that at exactly the same time? Because it's so true, and I think we're all guilty of that at times, where we can just put a smile on our face because we don't really want to express what's truly going on for us. And let me say this, sometimes it's appropriate to express what's truly going on, and sometimes it isn't. Sometimes you're around people that wouldn't be able to hold it anyway. Um, but just know when it is okay to express yourself that... You must. And it's an important part of growing and being in touch with who you are as a woman. And I think we can use all of these elements to hide real emotion and vulnerability and what we consider flaws. But they're not flaws. They're just who we are. Again, back to the makeup the, the flaws that I see on my face, you know, having an uneven skin or having wrinkles, that's just reality. That's just who I am. But I'm the one that makes it wrong, so I have to put makeup on it. I'm the one that's uncomfortable with it, nobody else. And the things that you're slapping a smile over, they might be better received than you give yourself credit for. And let me say this. The things that you are covering up are real and they are truthful and they are real parts of your heart and soul speaking to you. And if you can find the people that you trust most in the world to share that with, then I urge you to do that. Anyway, went off on a bit of a tangent there. Um, but I'm interested to know what you've written down, what you hide behind, or what is suddenly you've become aware of that you weren't before. And ask yourself this, how would it be to show this part of myself? How would it be to be honest about this part of myself? I know that I've only given makeup as a very small example, but there's many things that I've hidden behind before. I've hidden behind work. I've hidden behind um, how I truly 
feel. I mean, I've hidden behind that smile. I hid behind it for many, many years. And if you follow my work, you will know that that is something that I have really had to work through. Um, because I thought that that's what people wanted to see and that's what was expected of me, for me to be a certain way and to look a certain way. You know, I really used to hide behind my appearance massively. And it was convenient to do so because I was in the hair and beauty industry. But there is nothing like being in the presence of who you truly are. And if you can do something empowering, like take your makeup off, then, then it doesn't have to be a big grand gesture. But it does have to feel good for your soul. When it comes to hiding how you feel, what you think, what you look like, what you achieve, what you don't achieve, this will feel incredibly disheartening, disempowering and dishonest. And most importantly, it won't feel real. And that will leave you in a dis-ease. It will create stress and anxiety amongst yourself. Now, here's what I want for you. I want you to always be in charge of what you choose. I want you to be aware of what you want to share and what you don't choose to share. Who you want to be and how you want to show up in the world. So get that pen and paper again and under your list of the things that you hide behind, put how can I show this in my world and how would it be to be honest about this part of myself that I've been hiding? How would it be? And actually for me, by not being allowed to wear makeup, it allowed me to get really real and comfortable with who I really am. No mask, no cover, no armour. And in truth, I found it liberating, frightening at first, but liberating in the end. And I will always return to makeup because it's something that I enjoy and it's something that makes me feel really good about myself. More so than I realised, but actually I'm not a slave to it. This is an empowering stance I take to put makeup on my face every day. It's an empowering thing to stand in your truth and say, yes, that works for me, no, that doesn't. It is an empowering act to turn around to your girlfriends and say, you know what, I'm doing really well at work and I'm really proud of myself. It's an empowering act to say how proud you are of yourself in your parenting or in your friendships or in your work-life balance or in your marriage. It's empowering. Get used to being in the presence of who you are and showing up as her. As Marilyn Monroe famously said, be real, be unique, be true, be honest, be humble and be happy. And this is what I want for you. Thank you so much for listening to Femaling today. I am your host, Nicole Goodman. And if you loved this podcast and found value in it, please share it, 
and write a review so I can keep bringing emailing to you every week. You can find me on social media at Nicole Goodman underscore coach. Please stay tuned every week. Remember, it is the most exciting time to be a woman. Thanks again for joining me today. This is Femaling and I will be back next week.